0: When it's time to expand your team, look no further than Indeed. Indeed knows it's a cautious time for businesses across America. Uncertainty, so many decisions, financial commitments. So now your next hire is more crucial than ever. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, you heard me right, Indeed is going to get you the higher you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering SPQ listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com/spq, this is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com/spq. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th, 2020. This podcast is a part of the Maisie Media Network, a community of podcasts for women by women. Are you looking for a way to end summer on a high note? We've got just the thing. Get ready for unlimited smiles, unlimited times for. Get four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Smile, you're on cricket. Cricket core required on four lines. Data speed limited to 3 Mbps. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. During the switch, pivot, or quit chat, we talk to women that have successfully navigated through some of the plot twist years of life and are eager to share their stories and what they've learned in the hopes of inspiring, teaching, or making even the slightest impact by candidly owning their truth. Hey girl, hey, and thanks for dropping in to the Switch, Pivot, or Quit podcast. Candid convo for the girl needing a lifestyle plot twist when she's deciding if it's time to switch, pivot, or quit. I'm Ayana Angel and I am your host as well as chief encourager and author. And there's a reason that I created and host this podcast for you. I was in your shoes. There was a time in my life when I was a sports entertainment publicist at the NBA National Basketball Association. I had a front row seat to all things spectacular in entertainment. I managed everything from red carpets at the NBA All-Star Games to exclusive shoots with shows like Jimmy Kimmel Live during the playoffs. But somewhere in between, I started to wonder what was next. After eventually quitting, I was determined to get my first manuscript traditionally published. With no prior experience, I bet on myself and I won. Within four months, I had a deal in hand with Simon & Schuster to publish my debut novel. After making a split decision, I drove all of my belongings down the stoop of my third floor walk-up building in Harlem and set them outside for what I called a stoop sale. After that, I bought a one-way ticket to London. Exactly 11 months later, my first novel was published and released nationwide and I'd had the experience of a lifetime living in hostels in London, roaming with complete strangers in shady council housing flats, getting lost among the canals of Venice, and trying to avoid capture by the Royal Palace Guards in Morocco. That was the start of my journey to a drastically different life. My very own switch, pivot, or quit. If you're not familiar with the show, I just wanted to give you a little insight as to who I am and why I host this show. And if you're not already following us on Instagram, where we always play, be sure to get down with us at or Quit on IG. And definitely don't miss out on checking out the website SwitchPivotOrQuit.com, where we have even more goodies in store for you. So on today's show, we're going to be chatting with blogger and creative director, Dana Bolton. Dana is a former corporate climber who made her mark in communications at Under Armour for eight years before transitioning to work her style full time with her blog, DanaBolden.com, where she talks about family, fashion, hair, beauty, and business. Dana's motto is, do all things with love, passion, and style. Dana is an in-demand influencer who has captured the attention of major online and print publications including Forbes, Essence Magazine, Fashion Bomb Daily, and most recently, Elle.com. As they listed her as one of their top Instagram accounts to follow. In this chat, we're talking about what it takes behind the scenes to work with notable brands, the pressures to deliver as an influencer, as well as knowing when to follow your gut professionally, and so much more. Trust me, you want to stay tuned to this episode because Dana is a wealth of knowledge and she is so candid about all of her experiences. Let's go ahead and get into it.
1: So excited to have you on the show,
2: Dana. Welcome to the Switch, Pivot, to Quit podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I love the show. I'm super honored to be a part of it. Thank you. Thank you. So, like I said, excited to chat
1: with you. And not only simply to share your story of transition, but also because I feel like you've hit your stride right now and you're absolutely in demand as a content creator. Can you tell us what life feels like right now
2: in one word? Oh, my gosh. It is amazing. I'm oftentimes, like, waking up, like, oh, my God, I'm doing this. Like, I, I <laughs> can't, and, and I'm an emotional person. Like, literally, I just came back from L.A., mm-hmm. and it was right after I met Kelly Rowland, who who was, like, my idol. <laughs> mm, I did see that picture. Like, oh, my God, that was just, like, such an amazing moment. And I was just, like, standing in the bathroom in a hotel, and I got emotional again because I'm like, wow, I am really – doing this like I mm-hmm. get overwhelmed to just know that like I'm doing what I love I'm living my passion mm-hmm. so right now life is like just wow <laughs> if mm-hmm. I have one word it's just wow <laughs> mm-hmm. amazing you even so as you know
1: um on this podcast we talk all about the switch pivot or quit experience and to sort of get us started for those who may have been under a rock and aren't familiar with you and all of your fabulousness online, I'd love for you to share a bit about your own SPQ experience, your switch, pivot, or quit, and sort of how you came to this moment right now where
2: you are in life. Absolutely. So I've been my own boss now for relatively going on three months. So it's still, you know, within the first quarter of entrepreneurship for me, and it just, it's amazing. So I started my career straight out of college, I graduated, you know, my dream was to just get a good job. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that was my goal. That was my dream. I had no idea that I can be an entrepreneur, that I can work for myself. I, cause that wasn't, you know, I love my family, but that's just what I wasn't taught that, you know what right. I mean? I thought, and even in college, I was taught to just graduate and get a good job. Like, that was Right. Outcome, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was my goal, and I'm I'm a competitive person, so I'm like, okay, let me graduate and find this great job, which I did. <laughs> I, you know, I graduated, I got an amazing job for an amazing brand. I up, you know, and uh, I went to college in uh, Buffalo, New York. Mm -hmm. So, once I graduated, I'm like, okay, let me find this great job, and I moved to Baltimore, Maryland, where I found that great job, and from there, I worked seven years corporate America um, for Under Armour, Mm -hmm. and I worked there. I loved the company. I loved everything about it, and that was just, you know, where I thought I would be, you know, continuing to grow because I just wanted to mix my passions. I loved, at the time, I... Play basketball when I was in college. So I'm like, okay, let me find me a job within sports. <laughs> business. I graduated with a business and marketing degree. So let me just mix those two and find the perfect job, which I did. But, you know, as I continue to, you know, work in, in corporate America and three years later, I started to kind of do the blogging thing. And I just started that mm-hmm. with just as a creative outlet, you know, I just, I started blogging just to share my passion for hair, fashion, beauty, and over the past few years, it just kind of took off to where I thought myself like, wow, mm-hmm. this is possible. Maybe I can do this as a job, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's how I kind of um, transitioned over to blogging and most recently making this my full-time uh, career. <laughs> Wow.
1: So what type of work were you doing at Under Armour? Was there any crossover into what you're doing right now since especially you have the business and marketing degree?
2: Mm-hmm. So I graduated with a degree in business and marketing. So I already had that like business savvy,ness side and that um, corporate America side to, to me. And then the marketing, I've always been fascinated with telling a story through, you know, whether it be images, video, mm-hmm. like I, I just love marketing, the marketing piece. So um, at my prior job, I did communication. So, which is what I'm kind of doing now is communicating how I Mm -hmm. talk to people, you know, how I speak on my blog and how I convey a message through storytelling and words. So a lot of what I did in college and then my corporate career definitely prepared me for, you know, my business today. Right,
1: right. And I'm just very, very excited for you and where this journey is going to take you because I remember, um, for those who don't know, I used to host these I Need New Friends brunches and Dana was our special guest in D.C. a few years ago, a couple years ago. And um, I remember us talking about you having the position at Under Armour, but just, you know, not and you never said anything negative about your position and where you were, but it was more like, I can't wait until my next. Chapter, like I, mm. I'm excited for what's to come. So I'm super excited for you. Now, did you have any fear or apprehension about you know embarking on this sort of like entrepreneurial freelance journey? Girl, yes.
2: I mean, <laughs> it, it, like to be all the way honest, yes. Like, right? It, it was scary because you know I'm not a single uh, woman, you know what I mean? Right. I have a husband, I have a wife, I have a, uh, not a wife, <laughs> I, I'm, a wife. <laughs> right. you know, I'm a wife. I, um, I have a daughter, you know what I mean? So we have a home, so I have a lot of responsibilities. So if it was just myself and it was just me kind of just floating out there, it would have been easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, since I had so many responsibilities, it was, definitely hard for me to take the leap, but I ultimately prepared myself. You Mm -hmm. know, my husband was very encouraging and then I just had to do it. And I'm like the happiest I've ever been. Good, good, good. And has there been
1: anything that you've learned or encountered on your journey post-corporate life that was maybe unexpected? Definitely,
2: I'm learning how I manage my time mm-hmm. because, it like, people now ask me, like, okay, so what do you do all day? Because <laughs> you know, at first, it was like my time was consumed with the 9 to five. So it was like waking up, going to work, you know, mm-hmm. come home, cook. So it's like now, like, people are like, well, what are you doing? Do you just lay in bed all day? Like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know Even though I'm working for myself, I could create my own schedule, it's still hard. I'm still finding myself like, dang, I don't have enough time in the day. So I'm like looking at it like, wow, how the heck was I managing when I did have a nine-to-five, taking up so much time when now that I don't have a nine-to-five, I still need more time. So it's definitely about um, prioritizing my time and getting my schedule together because it's easy to fall in a rut or to kind of get lazy when you don't have a structured schedule, right? Because mm-hmm. I can yeah. wake up at in 10 a.m. if I wanted to and go to bed whenever, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's easy to get complacent, but I have to keep focused and keep pushing myself to have a schedule like girl wake yourself up at seven mm-hmm. like normal <laughs> mm-hmm. you know get in the office either go to starbucks and work or get into your home office or you know do something to still have that structure so that is definitely a challenging part that i am facing right now and even some of my other entrepreneur friends that are doing the same thing it's like we call each other like girl you know you trying to <laughs> help motivate each other, right? To like stay focused. So that's definitely a challenging part that I, I didn't know was going to happen for me, but um, it is, and I'm really trying to push through that. Yeah, yeah. So
1: when did you start to realize that um, blogging, content creation, creative direction, that that was something that you were really good at and that you had a knack for and maybe you should pursue it full time? Like, How long, let's say, before you actually made that transition, did it start to click to you that maybe this is a move I should
2: start to try and make? I would say, so year Year one, it was just kind of like, oh, this is cool. This is fun. <laughs> Year two was like picking up, like, hmm, okay, but I'm making money from this. Like, yeah. Rent- interested in me. Like, this is fun. This is great. And then now I feel like I'm just like cruising. Like I figured out last year that this is possible. You know, Mm -hmm. the first year and a half, I had no clue. Like I would look at other bloggers and um, influencers or whatever and say, oh my God, how is she doing this? Like I would literally say to myself, how is she doing this? How can she make or he, how are they making this work? It's impossible. I literally <laughs> thought it was impossible. But once I figure it out, like, once you put in the hard work and you're creating amazing content and you're doing things that you love The money will find you, like, guarantee it's going to find you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I would say after the first year and a half, I figured out, like, this is for me. I can make this a career. And I just really, like, that last, the past, I would say, six to seven months is when I, like, nose down went in Mm -hmm. (laughs) to where I was like, okay, okay. I'm in go mode right now, and I'm about to make this my full-time thing. Get ready. So right. once I really start to put that focus on to say I can do this thing is when it really started to happen, and then I made that transition.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. So the one thing that I've always felt about your brand and your brand's presence is that you weren't, like, strictly clumped into this natural hair like box. And I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong. I know like there was a huge natural hair rage, let's say three years ago. I feel like Mm -hmm. it was at its peak. Um, Mm -hmm. And, Right now, and I'm not natural uh, in this present moment, so mm-hmm. I can't say that I'm keeping up with everything that's going on, but I will say I feel like what I'm exposed to on social media, it sort of died down a little bit, and mm-hmm. um, it seems as though, you know, through the diversity of your work, you're like a multifaceted content creator. You're not just in this natural hair box. Was that something that was intentional or strategic for you, or is it just how you move?
2: I think it was both strategic and organic, right, for Mm -hmm. me. Um, Although I I could definitely say that I started focusing, when I first started, it was was always about the fashion and the hair. Like, if you go on my page, you know you're going to see um, cute fashion and then right. me doing my paper front like those <laughs> <are> the- <laughs> Right. that I was showcasing when I first started. And as I continue to show my, my style organically and then my hair organically, other opportunities opened And I'm like, okay, I can do more. And I never wanted, I, I have so many layers to myself, you know, being a mom, me, being a, a wife, being a business woman in general, I knew that I can offer more than just simply just hair. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not that that's wrong because there's women that's succeeding and doing amazing things just doing their hair. That's great. But that wasn't just for me. Like, cause to be completely honest, I don't like doing my hair every week <laughs> <You> Hello, <know? laughs> for me. So if I don't like doing my hair every week, I'm not going to force myself. So I want to be able to share and do other things. So whether that's, you know, collaborating with a fashion brand, collaborating with a skincare brand, traveling, doing, um, you know, expos and events and women empowerment lunches and all of that other things that I love, it was just easy for me to layer on all of the things that I I love for my brand and be able to make that my business and not just do one thing.
1: Mhm. And you talked about your interest in the fact that you're a very dynamic woman. You have multiple layers to you and I, of course I love that. So what role does personal development play in your opinion in a person's quest for a successful professional life?
2: Um personal development is definitely um something that I value. You know what I mean? Because you have to be willing to invest in yourself to mm-hmm. develop and to grow. You know what I mean? So people get stuck with, Oh, putting them- themselves last, right. whether it, you know, I, I, We always focus on our kids or, you know, our husbands, but it's like, what are you doing to invest in yourself and to develop yourself? So whether that's, you know, going to that conference that you love because your favorite speaker is going to be at and you're going to get something from it or, you know, taking up that um, graphic design class or whatever it is, personal development is so, so key for me. And I, I, I know for me, that is why I am successful is because I took the chance and I, you know, invested in myself. I went to conferences. I went to networking events. You know, I did the things that, you know, made myself better Mm -hmm. so that I'm also able to put into my business and so on to my brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, um, speaking of conferences,
1: classes, things like that, did did you have you taken any or did you take any classes or anything in preparation for sort of your transition that you knew would like benefit you, like maybe a graphic design class or public speaking class or anything of that nature to sort of develop or um enhance skill sets that you knew you
2: already sort of had? Absolutely. And, you know, I thank my previous employer to the fullest Mm. because I... I always knew, after I told you I got into this groove to where I'm like, okay, this is going to be my thing, I just kind of strategically planned, even though I was still working my Mm nine-to-five, and, you know, Under Armour offers so many amazing classes, whether it was InDesign class, Photoshop, you know, different Mm -hmm. stuff, and and the nature of the uh, position that I was in with communications, I had to know a lot of how to do that stuff to communicate to different um, departments and stuff like that, so... I was the first to tell my manager, I want to take this in design class because I was creating stuff for my um, blog or social media or different things like that. So, I was definitely, (laughs) definitely Mm -hmm. taking classes and just kind of learning on the job for my job, you know? Yeah, that's important. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like you're going to be there, you know, nine to five. Try to take something from that job. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're putting so much into it to make that brand successful. What are you taking away and learning from that business to help you for yours?
1: Yeah. And it's not, it's not a, for those who might be thinking, oh, uh, or like, let's say you're in a senior management and you're thinking, oh, I'd be like annoyed if my employees were doing that. But you know what, really it's not because it's not a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. something that, if you're enhancing yourself and you're taking the initiative to enhance yourself and your skill set, like everybody wins because, because someone takes some classes and things like that, that doesn't mean that they're leaving that place of employment tomorrow. They're still going right. to be able to use and hone those skills while they're there. And then wouldn't you mm-hmm. want them to, can as a person, as caring about people, and I know these companies sometimes don't, but just mm-hmm. as people, like I would want to see people around me continuously get better, do better better, become better, become stronger, instead of being complacent. I would never want the complacent employees. We have classes offered, and they're like, mm, no, thanks. Right. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's correct.
2: Yeah. You know? And as yeah. a manager, off that's, that's that's the sign of a good leader, is that you want your team to be strong and better for themselves, because ultimately, it, it is affecting your brand. If they know how to do certain things, that's going to help your brand. Obviously, you don't want them slacking out. They're slacking on a job, and mm-hmm. that's the problem. Fair performing and outperforming and then learning on the same time like that's a win-win for everybody exactly exactly now i know you've been doing a lot of zipping around and
1: traveling
2: you were just in la for beautycon right how was that amazing that was my first time at beautycon i had such an amazing time because this was this event was unlike any other event that I've um, as as far as like conventions. A lot of the conventions I've been a part of has been mm-hmm. you know strictly the African American fan base, right? So mm-hmm. um, tons of hair care, tons of like skincare, mainly aimed at African American women. Whereas BeautyCon, especially BeautyCon LA, mm-hmm. <laughs> the we were the we were the minority. Mm -hmm. So to be in an atmosphere where there's tons of other races and just other brands, makeup, and, you know, that was the main focus. It was really, really great to be a part of and just to kind of see that, oh, my God, there's people out here that do know me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. that was, you know, kind of nervous for me, like going into, because I'm mainly on the East Coast. So L.A. was my first time being on the West Coast. So to see that I had reach all the way out there and, you know, fans and people approaching me and excited to meet me like that was super, super, um, you know, exciting for me to be a part of. So I was excited.
1: Yeah. I'm sure it just gave you a little extra boost too. like, okay, I'm going to go home.
2: I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like more excitement (laughs) about creating content. Right. Absolutely. I mean, every time I meet people and I go to these events and I hear about, oh, my God, I love your blog or I love your mm-hmm. Instagram, it just motivates me even more to say, okay, people are watching. People are checking me out. Let me continue to do my very best. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, did you decide to
1: go to BDCon on your own or was that like a partnership situation how you ended up going?
2: Yeah, it was, uh, it was a partnership, so I worked nice. with a brand while I was out there, so it's always good, and for me, it's one of the best parts of <clears throat> my position is to be able to travel, go to places I've never been, and to work with brands so it's all, you know, paid. <laughs> hmm There you go. Exactly, exactly.
1: Now, do you, and this is something that people don't really talk about, um, and I want to get into this just because I know that you're just very transparent and candid, and you'll keep it real with our listeners, a lot of times people, they want this influence. They want this status. They want these relationships with brands. They look at this stuff that other people are doing and they're like, oh, I want this. I want to do this. I want to do that. But what is that experience really like? And do you feel pressure when you're working with these brands and stuff? Do you feel like um, there's pressure to deliver? Like, what is that side of it? Like, because I feel like that's the side that people don't talk about. And it's like, yeah, it looks all good and all, you know, sparkly from the outside, but this is real work on the other side.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's it's so much work. I mean, it's easy for people who aren't, you know, in the blogger influencer space to just say, oh, she just takes nice pictures and posts them. But seriously, any, like I will be the first to tell you any of my other friends that are doing this full time will tell you it is very much so work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just the creative process, at least for me, because I do put a lot of energy and time into what I create and what I put out. Um, so just just the, it, the energy it takes to create the concepts and then to shoot the concepts and then to edit it and to put it out, you know, it's a lot of work um, and it takes a lot out of you and it takes a lot of creativity too. Like some people think like, Oh, I can do that. But it's like, No, no, not everywhere do it. It is, it takes a special eye, it takes a special creativity. And the people who have that are the people that are successful with what they do is because they take the extra effort. You know what I mean? It's not just like, oh, I got this dope product. I'm going to just throw this on my um, dresser and take a real quick picture (laughs) and throw it on Instagram.
3: Like, mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. if
2: you want it to look good, you need to set it up. You need to set up your lighting. You need to take the picture. Then You need to edit the picture to perfection. Right. Then maybe you can post it. Maybe send it to your friends. Ask your friend, oh, is it cute? Get their feedback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then post it. it. It takes a little extra step. And the people who are willing to take the extra steps are the people who are successful in, in the business. Right.
1: And and I, don't kill me, you guys. Um, but I was <laughs> Kylie Jenner has a new reality show out. Right. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't be a media person if I didn't at least see what was going on over there. Right. So, yeah. And it's only like 30 minute shows. So I watched um, mm-hmm. one of the episodes and she was saying how um, she was saying how basically she feels this pressure. When she Mm -hmm. posts on social media, she Mm -hmm. said like, I'll post a picture and I'll see what the first few comments are like. And then if they're like, Kylie, what were you thinking or whatever? Then I'll delete it. And I was, I was like, wow, that's a trick because she has millions of followers. Right. Mm -hmm. And I get it. She's young, but it's like, you would think that there was this confidence at this point about everything that she posts because it's like, she knows she has to know what she's doing. She has all these people following her, but to hear that she has this sort of like trepidation about some things that she posts, it was like, Oh, so that's just yeah. potentially everybody. It, it, girl,
2: girl, <laughs> only, if you were only in some of the like group chats I have with some of my blogger friends and how yeah. we would text the top bloggers, we are even myself. We we get like the anxiety, and I know it's sad. And people that aren't, you know, doing this, they will be like, "Girl, bye, go ahead and post." That to you. <laughs> but when you make this your business, it does yep. build. Up. I, when Kylie said that, I'm like, Kylie freaking Jenner said that, really? Right. So you know, it is a lot of pressure because the reason why it's so much pressure is because you put all this energy into creating something that you think is great, right? Mm-hmm. And you out there, it's like art to us, right? So if we mm-hmm. put out, you know, a picture that we've spent freaking two hours shooting and it's hot as hell outside <laughs> and we're struggling and we think we cute or whatever, and then right. we edit that picture and we post it and it's like it doesn't get the response, it is that mm-hmm. sense of pressure because one, you know, you never know, you may be collaborating with a brand on that image. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay did it do well? Do people like it? Right. You know what I mean? Cause there's that sense of pressure and that honestly is the side that is like a little frustrating with the whole blogger influencing world. Like that yeah. small pressure that you feel or you get with producing content. But I think for me, what I've learned and it, it took, you know, a past the last few months it was hard. Like, Oh my God, like creating content. I want to create good stuff. But, at the end of the day, I told myself, Dana, if you put your all into something and it does, it doesn't do well, then that's okay because you know you did your best. Sure. But if mm-hmm. you ask something and put it out, that's when it's disappointing because it's like, girl, you know you should have took your time. You knew you should have yeah. did better. Don't get mad if it doesn't get the results you wanted because you knew you didn't go in 100% for this this, this content. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you are doing your very best and putting in your 110% effort and, you know, what it is is what it is. You know what I mean? So
0: that's what I have yeah. to tell myself <laughs> when I have those moments like Kylie. Have you ever logged into your online banking account only to find out that it's closed? That's what happened to me when I signed up for my first business banking account. I bet you can see why I'd be interested in Aslo, a banking platform made for small businesses. Instead of the days or weeks it takes to apply for an account at a traditional bank where you're still required to go in in person, with Aslo, you just go to azlo.com and apply in as little as 10 minutes. And there is no waiting to use your account. With Aslo's free instant funding feature, You can deposit up to $1,000 and access it in your account instantly. I recommend signing up now because Aslo was created for us, giving us one less worry regarding our money. Sign up right now with no minimum deposit at azlo.com, aslo.com, slash spq, and get a free copy of Aslo's Small Business Starter Guide, spelled A-Z-L-O.com, slash spq, and sign up with a free small business starter guide in no minimum deposit, aslo.com slash spq. Today's episode of the Switch Pivoter Quick Podcast is sponsored by Cricket Wireless. Are you looking for a way to end summer on a high note? We've got just the thing. Get ready for unlimited smiles, unlimited times four. Get four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Smile, you're on Cricut. Cricket core required on four lines, data speed limited to 3 Mbps. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy, additional fees and restrictions apply. That's real.
1: That's real. But obviously, there's a lot of good and there's a lot of positive reception that's coming to your digital work that you put out there in your digital content, because this summer you were featured in an article for Forbes by actually a friend of the show, um, Christine. She, she, um, she wrote an article on Forbes that featured you, and it was titled Millennial Moms, the 2.4 trillion social media influencer. And, um, I want to know from you, what was that feeling or experience like being recognized for all of your hard work?
2: Oh my God. It was definitely the most rewarding because literally when that article came out was like the week I, I think it was the week after a week when I, you know, left my full-time job to be recognized like that was just like, Oh my God, this is real! And to be on Forbes, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, I always thought you had to be really rolling in the dough to be on <laughs> Forbes. But really, like, see that? Wow, I can be on here, and I'm being recognized by this huge platform because mm-hmm. of what I've been doing. Is just no words, and like everybody text me, email me, message me, just like, girl, you made it, you made it. I'm just like, <laughs> no, like, and that's the other piece of it is just like. I don't want people to just like think I'm quote unquote like air quotes made it because Mm -hmm. I still have so much I want to do you know what I mean so it's just like it's definitely like amazing and I'm so honored and I'm just like still like oh my god how did this happen Mm -hmm. I love it um but I definitely haven't made it yet so I'm just continuing to build and build and build but I was just Definitely, definitely honored to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that was amazing. When I thought I was like, oh, go Dana, yeah. go Dana. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know what it is about my brand or what I just portray to people, but like everyone was just so excited for me and just to say, oh my God, you are doing it. Mm-hmm. Like you're both. I'm just so proud of you. And that just means the world to me, especially for the people who follow me for a while. It's like mm-hmm. they just jump on, like, you, you've been following me, like, you know, mm-hmm. when I was at 5K follower, you know what I mean? So right. to be able to, like, share with my audience and the people who've really been rocking with me for so long to say, like, wow, I can do it, you can too. Mm-hmm. You know what?
1: I, I think this is important to mention, though. I think uh, uh, this is my perception of things. Part mm-hmm. of the reason that people really gravitate to you and love you and support you um, unconditionally is because you're very, not only are you relatable and real, um, you have a warmness about you that Mm -hmm. also coupled with that realness just makes it like, if I see you in person, if they see you in person, they will get the same kind of warm reception that they think they'll get. And yeah, I think that makes a difference because sometimes there's a lot of fugazi people out here um, in these Internet streets. OK, <laughs> and it's like they scream about this women's empowerment stuff and they will post stuff all day long like, girl, you can do it and do this and do that. And it's all uplifting. And then in real life, they don't have two words to say. There's no smile on their face. They Mm -hmm. are completely like, "Mm, I don't know her, you know, and it's like, then you start to realize, oh, so maybe this women's empowerment stuff is only for the people that they know in real life. Like everything else online is just for show. And I think that people know now from experiencing you in real life and just seeing what your energy is like that that's not you. So I think that's what makes the difference with you and why people want to see you win because they feel connected to you because you're real. That makes sense.
2: Uh, that that means so very much to hear, and and really, what I strive to be like, I am real. You know what I mean? I am mm-hmm. the same. Like, everybody can follow me. That you know, and and it's like we put a lot of clout on these numbers, right? Like, oh my God, girl, you got forty k, or you got a hundred k. I only got a hundred followers. i of nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs>
3: we,
2: put, we put so much status on these numbers, and we just out like put so much weight on it, it's like, girl, I'm just like you, like, I, you know, yeah, I'm doing this full time now, but I struggled, I went to work, like, I did a lot, you know what I mean, so I'm just like you, I just happen to, like, keep going after it, you know what I mean, and you can too, and every time I meet people, and I always want to put out that, just my positive energy, because it's real, you know what I mean, I'm pumped I always will remain humble. And my husband say this all the time. And he's just like, just stay humble. He's right. like, he, he, he actually said the same thing you said, because I questioned him like, like so many people are so excited for me. Like, what do you think it is? He was just like, cause you're humble. You mm. know what I mean? You, you connect well with them. He's just like, as long as you continue to connect with their audience and don't put yourself, you know, above, like you're above them. You know what I mean? Right. And then you'll continue and, and be successful. And that's, really what I cherish the most is my connection because I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be here without the people who support me. Amen to
1: that. So on this show, we're not in the business of selling people dreams. And I know we're talking about, you know, a lot of the good stuff. Um, So when I chatted with uh, Christine, who wrote the article on you, uh, Mm -hmm. and we mentioned you and Christina of Love Brown Sugar, who currently, I was saying, she has a National Dove uh, campaign running. And I asked Christine, what she thinks it takes behind the scenes to sort of get to this level where you're in demand. Um, Mm -hmm. so now that I'm speaking to you, let's go ahead and ask you that let's hear from the horse's mouth. What do you (laughs) think it it takes to get to this level where you're in demand? What does it take, take behind the scenes? Like some of the raw stuff that it really
2: takes. Uh, It really takes, and it's, it's funny, a lot of people ask me this, and I actually, when I was in L.A. this past weekend, I sat down with the brand manager of um, the brand I was working with in L.A., and we kind of chatted, and we, I kind of asked her the same thing, like, you know, or she we were just kind of talking about my growth, and, you know, mm-hmm. she's like, girl, you're you a hot commodity, and it's just like... It was crazy to hear it from the brand perspective, you know what I mean? To right. hear her say I am in demand and why they wanted to work with me over, you know, other influencers because I always think like this. I don't have a million followers. I don't even have a hundred thousand followers at this point, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm still consistently and even Christina of Love Love Brown Sugar, she don't even she doesn't have a hundred thousand followers, but she's mm-hmm. getting consistent work, and she's still an authority in this brand, and I feel the reason why we are doing so well and made, quote-unquote, in high demand is because of, one, relationships. I think relationships are key in this this industry, and I, Mm -hmm. I would tell people this, um, when you're in college, you are supposed to network, right? right? Like when you graduate and you're looking for that job, you know, if you network with either people in your class or graduates or, you know, career fest or whatever it is, like you are more likely to come out getting a better job, right? Mm-hmm. When you're at work and you're kind of networking, you're maybe get that promotion. It's, it goes back to that quote. It's not about who you know it's what you know. And mm-hmm. I, I, that's true. You know, it's, it's, Really about being genuine And making pure connections A lot of the things that I've received Is because of connections I've built Even with Christine, she reached out to me Via social media she, mm-hmm. she slid into my DM, like, hey, girl, I love what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. Let's get lunch one time. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I answered her. I didn't really know who she was. I didn't mm-hmm. know that she wrote for Forbes or any of all of the accolades that she's racked up over the years. Like, I didn't know any of that. But I was myself, right. and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'll meet up with her. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, six months before the fourth interview. So if I would have never made that connection with her the force would never happen. You know what I mean? Right. So it's all about making genuine connections with people because you never know where that can lead you, where they can put you. And not to say you got to put all your faith in other people, but if you're humble and genuine with everyone, you never know what, where that can take you. So that, that's my first thing is like making genuine connections and then mm-hmm. also the work. Like hmm. you have to, able if willing to put in the work. A lot of people just want to do the bare minimum, and then you're going to receive the bare minimum, you know what right. I mean? So you have to be willing to go above and beyond every time. It's like with me, I think I grew so far and was able to be in quote-unquote high demand because I was putting in the work, you know? I was I was really working hard. I was trying to step up my content game by, you know, being creative and everything like that. So like putting in the work is, is major for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, and I, I like to keep it
1: real with people. I like to dig a, a step deeper sometimes when I feel like it's something that people really need to know or want to know. There's one thing that I like that you touched on first is that, you know, Christine's in your DMs. A lot of people talk all this. I don't check my DMs and all of this. Well, why not? Silly. There could be mm-hmm. somebody you need to know or need to talk to in there. Okay. R- mm-hmm. Don't run around like you're a celebrity. Okay. That's yeah. first thing first. Be real. Okay. And then mm-hmm. The fact that you answered her and you knew nothing about her, but you were just genuine enough to connect with her. That's what I think a lot of people need to start paying attention to, because they're always looking for the come up. Well, who are you? Who do you work for? Even if she didn't write for Forbes at the time, she could have started Mm -hmm. writing for Forbes two weeks after you first met her. And if you never took the time to meet her that connection no. wouldn't
2: have been made. So it's like, then stop playing yourself, people, okay? Yep. Stop playing yourself. Yep. Yeah. And let me give you another, another example of this happening to me. Like two years ago, I met like this college student. I don't even remember where I met her at an event. Mm. And maybe like a year later, she reached out to me like, hey, Dana, I met you at this event. I didn't remember, but I just still said, hey, girl, you yeah. you anyone- And she was like, I would love to meet you at work, you know, at Under Armour and have lunch with you. I would just love to just meet up with you again and just chat about my career, just answer any questions, because she wanted to get her foot in the door at, you know, a corporate company. So Mm. I met up, chatted with her. You know, we had a great time, lunch. And then I think, like, six months later, she started working for, um, I think, Elle magazine, and she Mm. put me in a like article on L.com about like bloggers you should follow girl even back then when she's just just a high or college student just doing her Mm -hmm. thing reached out to me trying to get advice and then six seven months later she's done with school she got a job with Elle and she put me in a future. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's so many things and connections that I've built and just being myself and being willing to help and share with people that it has came back on me. And I think that's just like so important. Absolutely. And people always ask, they want to know, a lot of us
1: want to know the quickest route. They want to know the shortest way to get to where they want to be. But sometimes it just takes the patience. Sometimes it just takes the faith that, There are people and there are things working behind the scenes in your favor that you don't even know about. And Mm -hmm. it's not for you to know about, okay? But if you just keep being consistently a good person and not walking around with your nose in the air and acting like you're too good for this and too good for that, you will receive all the good that's coming your way.
2: That's just it, you know? And that's, and that's what I just try to do every day. Even with social, people would message me, or even when I meet them in person, they're like, oh my god, I feel like I already know you because keep the open door connection with you know the the people who support me on social media whether it's people who send me messages i never leave a dm un, unanswered that's just not my style mm-hmm. um so i'm going to answer the hair the million hair questions that i receive or the million right. style or skin or whatever questions i receive i'm going to answer them or just reply back to the people i think that's huge and i think that's the reason why um i, I built this rapport and this connection with um the people who support me
0: Would you believe me if I told you that I was a brace face at one point in time in life? I know, you can't tell now. Just like life, teeth can be unpredictable. Now, I want my youth back. Well, just my 15-year-old smile. And my friends at Candid are going to help me get it. I'm excited to start my treatment to close this gap once more, and the process is super simple. The average Candid treatment is just six months. You'll start seeing results way before then. And costs are at an average 50% less than Invisalign. With Candid, your treatment includes remote monitoring by the same orthodontist. Yes, I said orthodontist. That makes a difference for me because I know that you can't get your teeth straight without an orthodontist. So you'll have the same orthodontist who created your plan, so you never have to wonder how your teeth are doing? You'll always know, and I personally love that. Ready to take the first step toward getting your dream smile? You can't wait to show off. Get started today from the comfort of your own home with Candid's risk-free starter kit and seventy-five dollars off. Go to candidco.com/spq and use code SPQ. That's candidco.com/spq. Code SPQ for your risk free starter kit and $75 off. CandidCO.com slash SPQ code SPQ. Would you believe me if I told you that I was a brace face at one point in time in life? I know. You can't tell now. Just like life, teeth can be unpredictable. Now, I want my youth back. Well, just my 15 year old smile and my friends at Candid are going to help me get it. I'm excited to start my treatment to close this gap once more, and the process is super simple. The average Candid treatment is just six months. You'll start seeing results way before then, and costs are at an average 50% less than Invisalign. With Candid, your treatment includes remote monitoring by the same orthodontist, yes, I said orthodontist, that makes a difference for me because I know that you can't get your teeth straight without an orthodontist. So you'll have the same orthodontist who created your plan, so you never have to wonder how your teeth are doing. You'll always know, and I personally love that. Ready to take the first step toward getting your dream smile you can't wait to show off? Get started today from the comfort of your own home with Candace Risk-Free Starter Kit and $75 off. Go to CandidCO.com slash SPQ and use code SPQ. That's CandidCO.com slash SPQ, code SPQ for your risk-free starter kit and $75 off. CandidCO.com slash SPQ, code SPQ. Yeah, and it's it's good
1: that I, I do the same thing as well. I respond to every DM. I try to respond to every comment that people leave, especially when it's an actual comment, you know, uh, because I feel like it's just acknowledgement that you are uh, watching, following, engaging, and I appreciate it because you don't have to be. And the other thing that people don't realize is by you responding to these DMs, that's just increasing your knowledge of what people want from you, what they want to know know for, you, for from you so as you continue to grow with your brand and continue to think of ideas of what you might want to do next or how you want to expand that's insight right there for you that people pay for you know, so now you know what people are looking to you for and you can say to a brand or you can say to your team, hey, this is what I think that I should be doing next because I get a lot of requests about this. So I get or there's a lot of chatter in my on my platform about this. So that's valuable information right there for sure. So that's good. Yep. Definitely. Yep. So because I know that, you know, we all go through. You know, our, our high times and our not-so-high times, uh, mm-hmm. when you have some of your most, like, trying days and just trying to keep your head up and move forward with things, maybe things don't always seem like they're going your way, those crazy days, what are some of the things that you do or say to yourself to sort of keep going?
2: I just really try to remain focused with everything that I'm doing. And, you know, sometimes as a blogger, influencer, it's easy to get caught up in that game of why not me? You know, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, we just got this. I didn't get it. Or, you know, today sucks. I didn't get a brand that emailed me. Or, you know what I mean? Like those just negative Um, just negative feelings because this is our business, right? So we, you know, make business off of working with brands, collaborating, doing different events or whatever. So it's easy sometimes to get caught up in, in that just negativity. But when I have those bad days, I just really try to focus on like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like don't focus on anybody else. What are you doing to continue to better yourself, better your brand, whatever it is, you know what I mean? And I always say, what if for you won't pass you by? Like, that is one of my favorite quotes is because it's like, it won't pass you by if it's for you. Like, you know, people get caught up in like, oh, I didn't get this, I didn't do this. You know, it won't pass you by. God won't let it pass you by because if it's for you, he will make it happen for you. So when I get that negative space or that negative energy, I try to, like, really focus on that. Or even when I have Tons of deadlines, which I have now, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't finish it all. You mm-hmm. know, I just I like sit back, calm down, write everything out, and just really plan out how I'm going to get it done. Because at the end of the day, you got to get it done. So it's just really about not over stressing yourself and trying to like you know make the situ- situation situation wor- worse by stressing. It's just taking a step back, breathe, count to ten, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just get to work. You know, that's that's what I'm about.
1: Yeah. And now speaking of making your list and things like that, we recently talked on the show about goals and goal setting and how to achieve your goals. And, um, given the moves that you've been making, I'm sure you're no stranger to goal setting. So can you Mm -hmm. share with our audience, um, some tips that you might have regarding goals, whether it be goal setting or how you achieve your goals or.
2: Yeah. Um, for me, I, I am a visual person so I like to visualize my goals and what mm. I want to do cuz I feel like you can think things and and speak things into existence so if you think about it if you like really visualize it I feel like you can attain it like when I played um, I played Division One basketball in college, and mm. I used to always, like, sit in my locker space before a game and just, like, visualize a play or visualize, you know, a certain shot or a certain um, play I was going to make or take. And it's like, okay, if I can visualize myself on the court doing that, I know once I get in the game and the situation comes, I, I know exactly how to do it. Yeah. So for me, visualizing goals is so important. It's like, if I know I want to do this, let me visualize how I'm going to get there. Let me visualize the feeling I'm going to have once I get there, you know? And then it just motivates me to get there, you know, because I know how amazing it's going to be once I do. So, or for goals, is really visualizing, writing it down, because I feel like once you write it down, it just kind of makes it more permanent, and you can revisit it, And whether it's pinning it up on a wall or a vision board or whatever, right. something that you can revisit and see it every day is super important. Yeah, yeah.
1: So if you had a friend that called you like, girl... I am so over this job, I'm not feeling fulfilled by it, by the work, like, I need a change. What would be your advice to her? Change. You have to, because, (laughs)
2: like, Mm -hmm. honestly, because I was on that side, and I had to change, or I was just going to be a miserable freaking person, Mm -hmm. and, like, why? Life miserably. Like, I remember not that my job or the company or anything like that was awful. It's just I was not happy. I was not fulfilled. I remember mm-hmm. just being emotionally drained and bre- broke down and not being able to give my all to my husband or my, my daughter because I'm just miserable. Yeah. And no one wants to live with a miserable person. So <laughs> it's like if you feel yourself tearing, like literally breaking down, then it's time. That's all about self care. Like, mm-hmm. you're Job and your happiness is your self care. So if you feel like no amount of job and money is like that important to where it's risking your health, like, girl, I would right. rather get my ass off this job and go work at McDonald's and flip mm-hmm. burgers and mm-hmm. be happy. Than to like just drain myself and just mm-hmm. be miserable, you know what I mean. So you do not want to feel that way because it's just it's not a good it's not a good state. And that's why I had to go. It's because I'm like I can literally I remember when I knew I needed to go is because like after like a long weekend I just did this huge campaign I like traveling and I'm like heading back to work and I was dead tired and I was just like why am I doing this right now? Hmm. I'm happy. Like I, I'm just not, I'm not doing my best. I'm not fulfilled. I have to go. And I knew then that I was going to, and not, I didn't jump right away. I feel like, right. you know, like I said earlier, I'm like, I have a family, like I got a house, I got to get my bills together. I just kind of, you know, prepare myself over the next month to say, okay, I'm going to leave. This is what I need to do. So if you're at that state to where I would tell my friend, like, girl, you know, you need to c- create that exit strategy right yeah. now. If this is how you're feeling. Give yourself a month, two months, stack a little bit, so you can have a month to, you know, float until you find something else, whatever your situation needs to be. But whatever it is, I would tell my friends start thinking of that exit plan and go, because you do not want to be miserable. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. That's very good advice, and and it's that's so real because I, like mm-hmm. part of the whole reason that this show exists is because I've been there as well. It's yeah. like, And I know that there's probably a lot of people listening at their desk right now who are feeling and going through the exact same thing. And the main thing with the switch, pivot or quit idea, like I said before, is action. It's change. You Like Dana said, it's change. You have to do you have to take notice and acknowledge the things that you're feeling so that you can then address them and take some action upon them because you're not feeling it for no reason you know and if let's say you don't have an outlet like you don't have a blog like Dana had that she was working on in addition to working her nine to five let's say you haven't found something that you're really like passionate about that's all the more reason to in your spare time when you're not working, get out there, try some things, take some classes, find out what you're interested in, because most times that's when you really figure out, OK, th- it helps you to figure out what your next move might be able to be because you're engaged in other things that are potentially making you happy and you're seeing okay the difference between like you said I'm out on the road I'm doing this campaign I loved it I was in my element and then I come back mm-hmm. to work and I'm drained and I'm over it you know yeah. okay that's not a coincidence that's real life there's there's mm-hmm. that's the universe whatever you want to call it trying to tell you something that maybe your time here is done Maybe your time here is coming to an end. You need to acknowledge that. You need not be complacent and dependent so much on um, the ideals of the outside world to where you stay stuck in a position. Because I know that. And I don't know, do you tell me if you felt this way? Under Armour is a big company and it has definitely made more of its mark, let's say, um, with comparison to some of the other athletic brands within the last few years. Like they've made some good partnerships, things like that. So I feel like people would look at you like, oh you worked at Under Armour, why would you want to leave there? And I know that that's the way I felt, we're coming from the NBA, but I think the part that people don't realize is it's a company just like any other company. It's no, we're not trying to throw any shade on them or any other company, but it is a corporate job
2: just like any other. Did you feel that way? Absolutely. And I and I remember You know, my family at first were like, girl, you can't lead this good job. You got amazing benefits. You're making great money. Like, Mm. you need to stay where you are. And that's because that's the mentality we have. You know, at least, you know, my parents were like, you got a good job. You got the, you know, the quote-unquote American dream, like, but this isn't my dream, you know what I mean? Like I want to live my dream, not what you think is the dream, so I can't stay here i don't and, and let me even tell you this girl <laughs> once I was about to quit, do you know like I was offered my dream job at that company? <gasps> like I worked there for I worked there for almost eight years, trying to get into this department and I wasn't making any headway there, and then as soon as I was about to leave, that department opened up and pretty much offered me a management role in this apartment that I wanted to be a part of for the past few years, and guess what I did? Wow. I kept it moving, obviously, but it was Mm -hmm. just like... It was just like, for one, it was like either God is testing me, Mm -hmm. you know, or it's like, what do I do? Because I easily could have been like, you know what, let me take this secure while I've been wanting to do this. Like, this would be great. Or I can continue along my path and continue to take, you know, the entrepreneur route, which mm-hmm. obviously I did. And the reason I did turn down the opportunity because I just knew where I wanted to go. Like I knew that the way my brand, and, and who's to say, I won't go back or whatever. I don't know, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying like right now I knew where my brand was going and there was no way I could even try to do both or stay and try to juggle again like I was doing. And I just, I had to continue on the path and just say, you know what, this isn't for me right now. Mm-hmm. I need to continue with my path of what I wanted to do, what I got my mindset on, and run my business and my brand. So although this opened up, I have to continue doing what I got to do. So I just thought that was crazy. Yeah. And, it, and most people would have took that route. I'm like, girl, let me let me go take this. But <laughs> I had to be on and, like, press towards my dreams. Yeah. And you know what? That's a true testament
1: to you having done the personal work and really understanding where you are at this point in your life to not be shaken by that offer, that position,
2: but to be confident in the decision that you had already made. I had already made it up in my mind. It's like once it was set, like I needed to do my own thing, no matter how amazing this offer is, Mm -hmm. I just got to follow my heart and my gut, like my heart and my gut. Is, is, means more than anything. You know what I mean? And yes. it, once I had it in my heart, I knew I just had to keep going. And I look back and I'm just like, the past few months have been truly amazing, truly amazing. And I'm just very, very happy with where I'm going.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure that look, I'm a believer, that everything happens for a reason and I'm sure that not only have the past few months been amazing, but the next years to come are going to be amazing as well. And the the one thing that I do know is that you would not have been able to flourish to your highest potential and experience all of the amazingness had you t- taken that position. I know that. I mean I just I just know it. <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah. Like, there's no doubt and about I no know that yeah. I know it. Yeah. And that's what I told um someone else, they're like, well, how did you know you were ready to make the switch? Like, how, how, why couldn't you just continue to do both? And I said, like, I knew I couldn't continue to do both because that job was starting to really affect my passion job. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I work, nine to five, Monday to Friday, and I got all these opportunities rushing in nine to five, Monday through Friday, at some point I have to pick one. Right. And, you know, I couldn't continue to balance. Like, it was cool at first, but it was like, okay, now I'm starting to just make my passing job my priority. And it was like I can't keep putting in PTO days because the PTO days running out. <laughs> <laughs> right. and you know what I mean? So I got to a point where I couldn't balance, and that's where I really knew it was time to make a decision and to pick one.
1: Mhm, mhm. I love that. So do you feel like, um, in speaking of all of that, do you feel like you've figured out your why in life, and if you
2: have, would you mind sharing it with us my why i i really I have a lot of whys mm-hmm. um you know, I have a daughter, mm-hmm. and I remember just like, I don't know why this like hit me things hit me at the weirdest times, but We were walking into Walmart and immediately I just thought to her or thought to myself like, wow, I want my daughter to know that I'm an entrepreneur and that she can do the same thing. I don't know why it hit me like while shopping, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thought to myself, like I want to share with her and for her to understand that she can do whatever she wants to do, whether it's running her own business. Cause she's such a smart, intelligent little girl that I'm just thinking to myself, like she can do whatever. If she wants to run a fucking Walmart or if she mm-hmm. wants to run her own business or whatever she wants to do, she can do it. And that is my why, like, to really show her as she gets older and to, you know, understand what mommy does. Because right now she doesn't know. She's like, oh, you're going to Chicago? Like, she doesn't know (laughs) what I'm doing. When I tell her I'm going to these different cities, she doesn't understand that I'm working. But I want her, as she gets older, to understand, like, what I'm doing and that she can do whatever she wants. And, like, that entrepreneurship is possible if she wants to take that route. I mean, entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. Everybody don't want to have their own business and that's completely okay. But if she wants to be the president, she wants to be the Mm -hmm. CEO of a company or whatever she wants to do, or a manager, a senior manager, she can do it. And that's really my, that's like one of my first, that's my number one why. Mm -hmm. And one of my second whys is like the impact that I have on a community of women is really, really powerful to me. The fact that I have so many messages and emails from women saying how I've inspired them. I I met a woman last week at a conference and she cried to me and said how I inspired her through my, um, stop being comfortable blog posts to Mm -hmm. move out of her comfortable position in her job and like really go full force with her business. And I'm just like, Oh my God, I cried with her. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like to see like somebody I didn't even know, like I just put this blog post out. She read it, she received it. And she made a change in her life just because of a few paragraphs that I wrote, like things like that is Mm -hmm. my why it's because I'm affecting so many people that I don't even know I'm affecting, whether people speak up and tell me or not, I'm affecting people. And that's really so important to me and really one of the reasons why I do what I do. That is amazing. I
1: love it. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. People need to know that your why doesn't always have to be about you and neither one of those scenarios was your your why about you your why is about your daughter and your family and the people that you impact in this world and that's what lets me know that your impact is only going to grow your influence is only going to grow and continue to be stronger now my last question for you um is what does success mean or look like for you
2: oh my gosh success um It it used to mean so many things. Mm -hmm. Success when I was in college used to mean like graduating, get a great job so I can show (laughs) my parents that I'm doing it and that their investment was worth it and all of this stuff. Right, that used to be success for me. But like as I transitioned and I figured out, I worked corporate America for you know eight years and I figured out my passion career. I really truly found out that the success for me is happiness. (laughs) because ultimately you can do any job and you can make any amount of money, but if you're not happy, that's not success. You know, your success should be your happiness, and that's really what it is for me. And right now I'm so happy. I'm so happy with my family, my marriage, you know, my career, that I'm successful. Like I don't even care if I made freaking $100 a week or something ridiculous to where Mm -hmm. I can't pay my bills. (laughs) If I'm happy happy and I'm like, you know, happy with my marriage and happy with my friendships and happy with my relationships, then ultimately I'm successful because really that's what it's all about is because it's not about the money. It's about the happiness for me. And I feel like that I'm so successful right now because I'm happy. Mm -hmm.
1: Yay. I love it. Oh gosh. This has been a great interview, Dana. Thank you so much for um spending time with us. This was fun. Yeah. Thank you. Can you tell everyone, um, that's listening where they can keep up with you, how they can keep up with you, where they can, you know, just get in get into more
2: of Dana's world. <laughs> So you can all follow me on social media, especially my Instagram, because I'm active on there every single day. And yes, that's y'all. at Dana Bolden. Um, so that's Dana Bolden at D-A-Y-N-A-B-O-L-D-E-N. And if you are just listening for the first time and don't even know who I am, that's amazing. So hit me up through the DM or the uh, <laughs> comments and say you found me through this podcast. I would absolutely love that because that's just an amazing introduction, you know, to someone who don't know who I am. And to be able to hear my story this way, I would love to know if you're a first-timer. So follow me on Instagram. And then my uh, website is danabolded.com.
1: Awesome, awesome. Again, thank you so much for spending time with us, Dana. It was a pleasure speaking with you and uh, you being so candid about your story. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And you guys, as always, keep killing it.
3: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Access and Opportunity, a podcast from Morgan Stanley. Women and entrepreneurs of color traditionally have a hard time accessing capital to start or grow their businesses. Join Vice Chairman Carla Harris as she introduces us to the dynamic investors, entrepreneurs, policymakers, and others working to close the funding gap for these entrepreneurs. Listen and subscribe to Access and Opportunity on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Access and Opportunity, a podcast from Morgan Stanley. Women and entrepreneurs of color traditionally have a hard time accessing capital to start or grow their businesses. Join Vice Chairman Carla Harris as she introduces us to the dynamic investors, entrepreneurs, policymakers, and others working to close the funding gap for these entrepreneurs. Listen and subscribe to Access and Opportunity on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.